making brands and sense of SA's entertainment industry. Business of Entertainment with Martin Myers on Cape Talk. On Cape Talk. Good evening and welcome to Cape Talk, the business of entertainment. It's just past 9 p.m. on Thursday night and it's time to dive into the machine that makes the magic happen. I'm delighted to have in studio with myself, Martin Myers, an eminent South African musician, guitarist, author, composer, educator, endorsed by Gibson Guitars. He's literally played for everybody in South Africa. I've known the name Billy Monama. For over 15 years, he worked with Sipa Hotsticks Mabuse for many a day. Um, as Billy will tell you, he's known as Bra Hot. But he's done lots more than that. He's worked with Temba Mkize, Abdullah Ibrahim, Andele Yani, the late great Sibungeli Kamalo, Mbogeni Hingema, Dorothy Masuka, Abigail Kubeka, Dave Koz. He's the man with the guitar on stage, and I'm thrilled that he's down here. He came down to Cape Town on holiday, and I grabbed him to come into studio on a Thursday night. Billy, thank you for coming, Baba. Okay, hola, 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 Brahmat. <laughs> you see, this, I, I knew it was going to go this way. We know each other so well. But you you speak originally Sepedi, am I right? You come you come next stop is Zimbabwe. Uh, no, 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 my darling. Not not Zimbabwe, but uh, you know, uh, let me say it's a, it's a small town. Um, before Polukwane, it is back then. It used it, it used to be called Potkitersras. Uh, you know, uh, now it's called uh, Mokopani. Uh, there's a small town, the township there is called Makwelering, um, uh, Zone Four. That's where I was born, and um, my I was raised by um, a Ndebele woman. As much as I always say that I'm carrying a Sibedi, um same name, but I never knew my father that much because uh, he demised in uh, 1992. So, yes, I speak uh, Ndebele, so, but, um, I mean, you know how it is. If you're an African and then you, you, um, you are subjected to have that same name and honor it, you know, yeah. But you've done... Such amazing work. You're one of the top guitarists in South Africa. I remember when I first met you, Hotstick said to me, this is the hottest player in South Africa. Yeah. You've played <laughs> You've played with everybody. You've done work with Andy Innes, who was Johnny Clegg's musical director for many years. Yeah. You have an album out with him entitled yeah. Brothers, which yes. can still be found on, on Spotify yes. and that. But you're the director of this project called Grassroots. Yes. And when you came to Cape Town, you started interviewing a lot of iconic Cape Town artists. One thinks of, you saw the other day, the Freshly Ground guys, yes. Peter Cohn and that. You saw the Shilder family and yes. that. Explain to myself and our listeners the difference between Cape Jazz and what happens in Joburg, particularly Soweto, yes. where you're immersed in. The different jazz styles and culture. Yeah, um, you know, I I grew up in uh, uh, to even though I was born in the north. Uh, the, um, you know, most of my 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 teen and my times I spent it in 
Um, so where to end the music that was playing there, it was various kind of music. Uh, it was not just only jazz. It was pop because Brenda Fassi will pass by with the with the truck playing with the big dudes, and uh, you know, um, and then there was a jazz that was playing by the Banira Chabanis and and and, and all that, and both people, the Humasikelas. And when I listen to that kind of a jazz uh, of the Humasikelas, they call it they, they call it a blues botanga. So it is a mixture of mpatanga and blues, uh, you know, and marabi, so and and bebop as well, and uh, it's it is different uh, when you listen to it with a, a um, you know. Uh, compared to uh, Cape Town jazz, because Cape Town jazz it is influenced by Guma music. So now the the that kind of uh, um, uh, a musical element it 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 influences the Cape Town jazz to be different. Actually, even in Durban, the jazz is different there. You know, even in Pretoria, each and every each and every region they play this uh, jazz um, differently. Uh, because of their culture, you know. So Cape Town jazz, the musicians are different. And we are there, we have like a thick skin, you know, uh, because we know that we're not there forever, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. You mentioned we have a thick skin. Yes. It's incredibly difficult to get to the success levels you've attained yes. as one of the top guitar players in South Africa, one of the go-to people that you see on stage. Where did this love come from that you wanted to go into music and make a career of it? My neighbor, my neighbor was um, was a musician and also uh, he used to play guitar, but he was a security guard. Uh, so he would go to work at the hospital as a, um, as a security guard. His name was Ndaba, Uwaba Ndaba. He was a Ndaba family. And um, they used to host the Stockfells, um, you know, uh, um every fortnight and they would play music uh, uh through the evening until the morning and that music i did not know that what that was the time i was being baptized with the music then later my mother took me to church and then when i went to church i saw the guitars and when the band was playing in church when when the, when the band was playing the music i could ref, i could uh, um uh, um um put this instrument that I keep on hearing in the music, now I can see this instrument that was the guitar. And I mimicked it. I knew how to sing all the lines, all the guitar lines. And then I said, I want to play this guitar. Then fast forward, um, uh, you know, the television, it was, um, you know, um, it, it was occupied by um, uh, jazz musicians. I mean, like back then, uh, there was no DJs and all that. If you are a, if you are a musician, you have to be a jazz musician or a, you know a dance m music. And most of the musicians that were coming there, the Alan Quella. Then that, that's when I saw that guitar player. I'm like, no, this is what I want to be. And then I saw Jimmy. I'm like, this is what I want to do. And Jim, then when you say Jimmy, that's Jimmy Lulu. Yeah, Jimmy Lulu. Uh, he, he's he's my senior. He he came before me. So. I saw him, I'm like, this is what I want to do, you know, so yeah. Where did that, that drive from? I mean, you can read music fluently and I want to move on to, to this book that you've brought out, which is fascinating because you've always said to me, we don't understand the history of where we come from 
in terms of music. We celebrate American music very well. We celebrate British music very well. You've got this book out, Introduction to South African Guitar Styles, Volume 1. Where did that I awakening love, come from that you needed to do this? Yeah, the consciousness, it, 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 is, it was instilled uh, 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 on me long time ago because this... What you're talking about, the book and all that, it was because of, uh, I was part of the SRC, a school, and, you know, I have always fought, uh, uh, I was part of the mobilization of the students to boycott um, African class. Um, you know, we never wanted to attend the African class, and uh, I failed uh, three times, and I was expelled on the fourth time uh, to say, Mr. Minama, you're delinquent, you're causing problems here at school. I was part of the SRC, and um uh, because I was conscientized and where was the school um the school was in the north and um then I came to Pretoria uh, to finish up the, the 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 school and then I went to do political science then I did political science now I study po po politics and uh while I was doing the politics uh the political teacher uh, was the science te lecturers they were uh, they were white people i said no my history cannot be taught by white people then i saw this guy playing the guitar passing by i said no i can play the guitar then i went to follow them into the classroom when i went to the classroom that's when then everything changed with my life and then i i started studying music so while i was studying music on the first year i realized that the history i realized that the history uh, in the in the in the in the curriculum it speaks mostly about american music and it was so much eurocentric and when it comes to south african um um chapters it was like a paragraph and i'm like no there's more to give why am i reading about um you know uh all this content south african there's no book and there was no book and fortunately um you know because i always i always loved history when i was growing up the 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 the, the there was no tv tv was only coming at um five it was only showing at 5 p.m and then at eight o'clock is done so so now we were forced to read, um, you know, newspaper or anything that is around the house. So I come from that background. So um, that is why then I started doing a research. Then the research, it came about the history uh, lecturer uh, uh, gave us an assignment to go and research about Maskanda music. And then that's when I didn't find anything. Then the journey began from there. If you're just tuning in, you're on the business of entertainment on Thursday night. We're well into 2024. I've got the phenomenal guitarist, probably the eminent guitarist in South Africa who's played for a list longer than my arm, including Malaika, Hotsticks, Mabuse, the late Sibungeli Kamala, Billy Monama in with me, telling us fantastic truths about what sometimes we don't like to hear about. Did it upset you that you saw all this European music and ideas and that and we're not celebrating our culture our south african culture enough it did uh, because uh, i was part of the cal a, a cultural exchange program uh, when I was at school and uh, I was so embarrassed that uh, I went to uh, Norway to do a, a three months cultural exchange program there there were different countries um, and uh, they asked me they asked me that Billy when we want South African music where can we find the book I was ashamed to tell them that there's no book 
<laughs> Matt, you know, like I'm telling you, I was ashamed to tell them that there's no way we can find uh, the, the the point of reference, and I could play all these mpatanga and all this because that's that's the music that I grew up listening to, and and like okay, we see you play all this uh, African guitar, but now where can we? learn about it more and i said no that's when then i began uh, to go back to challenge um the 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 the, the system so i started doing um you know uh research i interviewed so many people that is why to answer your question i'm i'm even here now in cape town to interview musicians here so that i can get uh, the story about the cape town uh, music and and life scene i mean a uh, music life scene uh, how is it? You know, then I started engaging with many musicians and I was privileged because I worked with so many greatest musicians who told me infinite stories without me paying anything. You know, I say, if these stories, they are here, why can't we put them in the book so that the students, they can learn about them? In the book. Do, yes. you, do you have scales and everything else so people can pick up the book and buy it and see, hang on, this yes. is how this song is played. Yes. So in the book, there is um, there are biographies of um, all of all those innovators. There are biographies of uh, uh, you know the, the 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 musicians from 1930s to 1980s. So that is the first volume. So um, there are scores as well uh, that are that are like uh, case studies, you know. And unfortunately, we have audio for that. Um, you know, if you don't know how to read music, you can always go on SoundCloud to listen to what is on the score. And there are, there are exercises for you, like I say, case studies here. Hold on. So I get the book. Yes. I give the book. I'm a, a dad or a mom at home tonight listening. I get the book for my son or daughter who's doing music at school. Yes. And I open the book. Yes. Where should I go to first? What What, what is okay. the 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 sound of South Africa. Is it Mbakanga? Yes. Is, what is it? I love that question, but thank you so much because uh, 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 in my in my years of uh, doing this work of research, people, they are always curious about Maskanda. I'm telling you, like, like, like I published uh, videos uh, of demonstrating Patanga and all this. They don't care about this. They care much about Chitonga and uh, Patanga. So now the book uh, contains of... Hold on, hold on. Patanga, yes. and I pronounced it incorrectly. Yeah. Who is that one artist you must go and listen to? Is Ma the benchmark. Mashatini and Mautila Queens. Is that it? Mahlatini and Maotela Queens, they were backed by uh, a band called Mahonatoche. You know them, the, 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 you know, uh, people from the north, uh, Max Mangwani, you know, and, and many other musicians. And then Maskanda. Because the reason Maskanda, the, the tuning of the guitar of Maskanda is different, is unique. So that is why everyone is tracing after that, that they want to understand what is different because it's different. It's a different tuning. It's not a Western tuning, you know. So that is why people, that's the chapter people, they love. And uh, we have Maravi, uh, I mean, African jazz. And African jazz, I'm, I'm talking about the era of uh, the 1950s of the uh, Miriam Makeba, the first jazz guitar player who recorded with um, uh, prolific uh, musicians from Dolira Tebe. His name was General Duze. He was born 1924. 
I went to find his family. I have I had confirmed everything. He was born 1924. Like I've I've interviewed so many people. So yeah. Billy, I've known you for maybe 15 <sighs> years or maybe more. I've never seen your face so animated and so excited yeah. about the book <laughs> and yeah. the project. Are schools missing an opportunity to put the book into schools? Because what is the world looking for? Yes. They're not looking for another Tyler. They're not looking for yes. another Whitney Houston. Yes. Surely as a young creative, you yes. go, hang yes. on, Billy Monamas just talked to me about Mashlatini. Let me go see how this tuning works and see whether I can put it to the music that I'm working with now to be different. Is that what it's all about? It's, be it, different. Yes, it's all about, and listen, it's progressive. So it has the book, it contains of, uh, it contains uh, tutorial videos. So each and every chapter on my website, there's, um, there's, uh, there's uh, what you call, the tutorial videos of Maskanda. I invited uh, specialists and innovators of this music to break it down and uh, make analysis of uh, this kind of music. So each and every chapter, I invited Temba Mukwena, who has been living with those and masters. He demonstrates all those things. So it's easy. It's for, for, so if you have the book only, it might not be sufficient you know but if you have the book and the tutorial uh, videos then you have the whole package that's how jamie episode we learned we learned from those books from uh, you know uh, eric taylor and and you know uh, and uh, jamie episode they had tutorial videos we could see them demonstrating and you know uh, we see all the scores so um the books they are in uh, some of the universities uh, i know university of pretoria i know uh, cape town has ordered one, you know, the, the universities, they've ordered the books and also um, uh, independent um, uh, colleges they did, um, you know, in, in the US as well, the book is there. Today I'm meeting with uh, Carol uh, Muller who's at the Philly, Philly uh, you know, in the US, you know, they want to buy the book and then put there. So it's Introduction to South African Guitar Styles, Volume yeah. 1. But I want to dial back a little bit. So you're playing guitar, you're working. Let's take Hot Sticks Mabuse because a lot of our listeners know Sipo, they know that song Burnout. Yeah. How did he approach you? Oh, I've known him for, to see him, you know, I, 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 um, uh, I was part of the, you see, I was part of the history from from for many years. I was part of the theater production called Jazz, Jazz for Juniors. And uh, Tembam Kize, Tembam Kize, he was the musical director. He's, he's the, the keyboard player, Tembam yes, Kize. Yes, yeah, the piano yeah. player. And Concord Ngavinde, he was the musical director as well. And he was Johnny Clegg's bass player. Yes. Okay. And, uh, I'm just giving context yeah. for listeners as you throw these names out. Yes, and um, Rosie Cat. Yeah. Rosie Katz, uh, you know, she's one of a uh, person who, you know, uh, taught me so much about admin. And so anyway, they put a, a, a project called Jazz for Juniors. It was an awareness about introducing, uh, it was a project about uh, creating awareness for young people to appreciate jazz, you know, in schools. So the drama was Piwe, Kubega. Wow. So... 
that was 2008 and Hostix uh, was looking for a guitar player and then Spew was like, hey, bro, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, uh, this weekend, I say, can you play Ben Out? I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm a jazz musician, man. I don't play those things. And uh, and then uh, it's like, oh no, let, let's go to Swaziland. The first gig was at in Swaziland. And um, we, after the rehearsal, no, it was after the gig with Spiwe uh, Kubega, the drama, we went to Hostik's house and then he says, do you have a passport? And I'm like, yeah, I have a passport. And uh, I said to him, uh, by the way, I've been traveling, I've been doing cultural exchange programs, so I have a passport for many years. So, and then um, he said, we have a gig in Swaziland, so you, I want you to join the band, but not for one gig, forever. Like, hey, this old man is not going to happen forever. <laughs> because at that time, I got other gigs. You know, like I'm playing with Malaika. I'm playing with Sipogazi. Hold on, you're playing with Malaika? Yes, the band. Yeah. With, you know that was saying? the big song, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny. Uh, yeah. I play with Sipogazi. I play with all this. I, I, I'm sessioning everywhere. And this man, he wants me to just focus on him. I said to him, hey, well, look, uh, I will try, but we'll see if the schedule it does, it doesn't clash. If the schedule doesn't clash, I get all the dates in, in, in advance. Then I will come and join you. And there's like... And then I asked about the money. I said, how much is the gig paying? Oh, he's like, you haven't paid. You, he said that you haven't played even single, single note, but you always, you're already asking about money. <laughs> then we went to play at the Tony Yengeni's golf day in Swaziland. Mm. That was the first gig. And from there, it was, I've learned so much. We became... We became more than musicians. We are friends. He's, he's part of family. You know, when he has birthdays, I'm still invited. He's a, he's a great man. I've learned a lot of things from him, you know, not not on stage as a musician, but a lot of things, you know, like about the black consciousness, about, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, um, um, how to survive in the business because he always say this that um it's not easy to be at the top because i i i i grow to understand why he's saying this because then i didn't understand because when people that are at the top many many musicians they blew up and then two years down the line they're down again because they didn't take they, they didn't take care of themselves yeah you know we are coming to the end of a, a fabulous 30 minutes with Billy Monama, one of the top guitar players in South Africa who's played with, as you've just heard, a wonderful story about Hot Sticks with Victor and Tawny, the late great Sibungeli Kamano, Malaika and that. I want to go somewhere a little dark. Yeah. The passing of Zahara. Yeah. Is that what Sipo was talking about, what you're talking about. Yeah. Education, understanding, surrounding yourself with mm. really good people who care. Yes. Yeah, because you see, uh, um, uh, one of the lessons, uh, you know, is that Brasipo, uh, uh, he, he didn't, he doesn't abuse alcohol, you know. He's sober. Everything that he does is sober. And I learned from him about that. And he, he never went to school to study MBA, but he is very, very, his mind is very sharp. And um, the passing of Zahara, it is very sad because it is exactly the company that you keep. 
He said to me, Prasipa, when he saw me that I was young and I was drinking a lot, you know, partying around, it's like you in this world, you're on, you're all alone. You're going to be alone. These friends that you're partying with, they won't be with you later. So, and then he started making example of his uh, band, how, how they separated that because of alcohol influence. And then he started making, you know, references. Look at that guy. You see that guy? He was like this and that and that. And then, and then that's what gathered me together. Like, I don't want to be like that guy. So I think, uh, with the case of alcohol abuse and all that, people, they drink alcohol for different reasons. Others is for social reasons. Others is for depression. So now, how do you handle those things when you are in this entertainment industry? And someone says to me, Billy, oh, Zahara is an alcoholic and all that. I said, me, I will never speak bad about that because uh, we don't know what was bothering her. Because why I ask that question, if people look on Facebook under Billy Monama, there's a lovely picture of the two of you together at an early part of career. Yeah. And I can see her looking at you almost like a, yeah. men almost like a mentor. Yes, is the is, is the guitar? He he wanted my guitar. I said no, you can't play my guitar. <laughs> oh, you know I feel. You know where I feel sorry for Mujalifa, his producer, mm. her, her, her producer. That guy is the one who got me on the project, and um, oh, trust me, man, that guy he loved the he loved Zahara, you know. He's very close to Zahara, and uh, Zahara, when he came in studio, he found me playing a Gibson a 12 string. He wanted the guitar, so that is why he was looking at me like this, like, no. And he appreciated me to be um, a, a part of, you know, to contribute in in her album. Uh, that was her latest album, actually, you know, and... Um, it was created, I think it was recorded in 2020 uh, during COVID. So, um, yeah, I, I, it, 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 I did, we, we did not see that, um, uh, you know, one day, she's still young. She died very young. She died very young and, and we loved her. I mean, like she was the greatest singer and me, I will never protect Zahara. I know she loved her beverage. I mean, just like me, I love my wine. You know what I'm saying? But I have limits of it at what time I'm going to drink it. Yeah. As we close off this wonderful discussion this week, and I think you've got to come back next week, Billy. I don't know what you're doing. We're going to make a plan, but you need to come back because I want to talk festivals and, and touring because a lot of us in South Africa don't understand these massive festivals that happen on the boxing days up in Polokwane and that with like 20 artists on a bill and that someone listening tonight and wants to get into the music business and play guitar, perhaps pick up the book that you talked about earlier, what advice would you give them? It's very difficult uh, business, I must say. Um, it's not like how it looks on Facebook. We do it because of love. A passion is what's going to, uh, you know, get you uh, way far. Because if you come in the business looking for money, I think you must you must make a U-turn right now while you still have a chance. Because you can work for... 10 years uh, before you get to see, um, uh, um, you know, your your investment. And uh, the recording business is no longer the same, uh, you know. So it's very difficult. But nice thing about it is that people uh, today, they don't need record labels. You can record with any anything, with anyone everywhere. So that is the advantage about it. But you need to be smart. You need to go to school. The reason you go to school is because um, 
um, to equip yourself with so much tools, with tools that they will make you to be different from other musicians. You must learn how to read music. So that when there's a geek that um, uh, uh, that wants you to read music, they don't sideline you. You you play in orchestra, you play, you fit everywhere in the world. So you need to study music business um, because there's a street there's a street business and there's music business. You need to study copyright. You need to go to school and equip yourself. So um, yeah, but more than anything, is passion. And the festivals, uh, it is no no no. That's next week when you come back. You're oh. not getting out very quickly here. <laughs> There's too much to talk about. Okay. Billy, it's been thrilling having you in tonight. I know you, you love to call me Brahmat, and I, and I take that as a, as, a, as a great token. I also want to hear some township slang because Cape Tonians don't seem to understand township slang. Uh, but as we chatted about, get the book, Introduction to South African Guitar Styles, Volume 1. Billy, the last word is yours before we say goodnight. Uh, I want to say that uh, thank you so much uh, for, you know, um, talking to me here, um, you know, uh, on Cape uh, Talk. It's for, it's for my second time, but it's my first time here live in studio. Thank you, Matt. Pleasure. See you next week. Sure. And from myself, Martin Myers, and the business of entertainment with our producer, Barry Marie, and the fantastic Billy Monama. We'll see you next Thursday night. Thank you and good night. Making brands and sales of SA's entertainment industry. Business of Entertainment with Martin Myers on K Talk. On K Talk.